If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spoofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 8. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. I count it an honor and privilege to be here to do this Bible study with you, what God's put on my heart with it. We're going to be having a few songs today, a couple songs, and then we're going to go into our Bible study, Job, continuing in Job chapter 9. We'll be right back after these two songs. Seems to be no 
Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and we're going to start our Bible study on the book of Job, chapter number nine. But I just like to say I love having these song segments because it gets us ready and in tune with God when we share the word of God here. Let's pray before we even get started. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to take a coals of heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay. Let every word I say be your words and not mine. We just ask you to let it go the way you want. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you got your Bibles with you, which I hope you do, open them up to the book of Job, chapter number 9. And we're going to look at verses 1 through 35. And as we know... From chapter 8, that Bildad started, after listening to Job in chapter 7, that Bildad um, had his response, and he's basically telling Job, just like his other friend, that, hey, what did you do? You, you know, you must have sinned, and your kids must have sinned for God to be this harsh with you and your family. And we learned that Job just wanted somebody to listen and be compassionate to him. So we're going to listen to Job's response to Bildad. And I've got two thoughts to share on this subject and one extra thought in one of the thoughts. So a total of three thoughts all together. Let's go to the word of Job, chapter number 9. We're going to start in verse 1. Then Job answered and said, I know that it is so of a truth, but we should men be just with God. If we contend with him, he cannot answer one of, of a thousand. He is wise in heart and mighty in strength, who has hardened himself against me, and has prospered, which removed the mountains, and they know not which over, which not overturned them in his anger, which shakes the earth over a place of pillar thereof tremble, when command the sun, and, and it rise, and sealeth up the stars which alone spreads out the heavens and treads upon the waves of the sea, which make Arcus, Orion, and Petus, and the chamber of the south, which does great things past, finding out, yea, and wonder without numbers. Lo, he gives by me, and I see him not. He passes on also, but I perceive him not. Behold, he takes away who can hinder him, who will say unto him, What? Thou does doubteth. If God will not withdraw his anger, the proud helps to stoop under him. How much less shall I answer and choose my words to reason with him? Whom I were righteous, yet I would, would not answer, but would make supplication to my judge. If I had called and he answered, me, yet would I not believe that he hath hearkened unto my voice. For he breaketh me with tempests and multiple of thy wounds without cause. He will 
not suffer me to take my breath, but fulfill me with deadliness. I speak of strength, lo, he is strong, and if of judgment, so shall set me time to plead. I just myself, my own mouth, shall condemn me. I say I am perfect, it shall also prove me perverted. Though I were per what I know my soul, I would despise my life. This is one thing before I said it. He destroyeth the perfect and the wicked. In the scoundrel slay suddenly, he will laugh at the trials of the innocent. The earth is given into the hands of the wicked. He covereth the faces of the judge thereof, if not there, and who he is. Now my days are swifter than, the, than a post. My flee away, and they see no good. They are passed by the swift ships as the eagles that hasten to the prey. If I say I will forget my complaint, I will leave off my heaviness and my comfort myself. I am afraid of the sorrow. I know that thou wilt hold me innocent. If be wicked, why then labor in vain? If I wash myself with snow water and make my hands ever so clean, yet shall thou plunge me in the ditch, and my own clothes shall have hollered me. For he is not a man, I am that I should answer, and should come together in judgment. Neither there is there any day man bewicks us, that might lay his hand upon both. Let him take his rod away from me, and let not his fear terrify me. Then would I speak, and not fear him. But it is not so with me. Well, as I was studying this, I looked up different commentaries of what Job was talking about here. Because, you know, sometimes with Job's elegant speech and stuff, it's confusing sometimes what he is talking about. Well, as I was studying, see, I have access to walking through his word with J. Vernon McGee. And I have the app. And... I went to see what he his study was on the book of Job chapter 9. And he shared these two things. The first one, he said, Bildad had not met the problem. And I think they were talking about verse 2. So we'll look at verse 2 here. It says, I know it so far. I know it is so of truth. But how should man... Be just with God. Well, in verse 3, if I remember right, if he were content with him, he cannot answer him one of a thousand. So I think basically Job with here between 2 and 3, he was talking to Bildad. Bildad, how can you even guide and direct me because you do not know the problem or the case that is going on that God has with me. In other words, why are, I believe saying, why are you trying to assess the problem and tell me I'm sinning? Like I said before, 
in this Bible study multiple times that we, Job and his three friends here, don't know what God and the devil talked about in heaven. We know that Job didn't sin. We know that this is something that God allowed to happen to Job to prove to the devil that Job will not sin. And like I go and I go down record before here, Job might be venting, he might be complaining a little bit, but he is not cursing God and he's not sinning. Okay. But with his three friends here, it seems like there might be a thought here that maybe he did do something wrong. Maybe he did sin before the Lord because he is being attacked. But we got to realize that we got to realize that God sometimes put us through these trials to show the devil up and sometimes to make us stronger in him. But before we go any farther, I'd like to apologize. We had a person come into the studio here and didn't realize that the recording is on and basically interrupted. So I'm sorry if the voice came over the ear raves or not. It wasn't meant to be. But getting back into it, in other words, he's telling Bildad here, who are you to judge me? All right. Basically, that's what's going on here. Now, the second thought. Job is talking here that that he is not perfect. All right. And he feels that he's not perfect to represent himself to God and plead his case. And that he needs somebody in his life to, somebody that is worthy enough to defend him, to defend him of what's going on to present his case. Now, this is one, a good thing. You might be saying, well, what do you mean this is a good thing, Pastor Ron? I mean, he feels that he's got nobody to defend him. He's basically telling his friends that. And he's basically saying that he can't defend himself. Well, this is actually the way a lot of Christians should feel serving the Lord. That we don't, we are not good enough to defend ourselves, that we need God to do this. Well, let me tell you something, saints, even though it didn't happen here, yet, we know that Jesus went ahead and died on the cross of Calvary. And we know that we have a person advocating for us in heaven. If we sin Jesus, and we ask for forgiveness, Jesus is there to ask God for us to forgive us after we ask for forgiveness. And two... He's there advocating and helping us through things that we need through. Just not the things in our lives. But he's going to God and say, well, you know, 
my father, God, that this person is good and he lives right. He's kind of our defense now when the devil comes against us with God. Jesus is there now able to defend what's going on too. So basically here, he's crying out for someone that is perfect enough, not human, but perfect enough to go and stand before God and present his case. Now at this time, we know that Jesus wasn't born. But again, we're going back to the thing saying that Job don't really worry, have to worry about defending his case because Job is upright men and he lives the best life that he can live and obviously God is pleased with that. But isn't it nice to know that these days we can go to God and talk to God? And know that God's, because what Jesus did on the cross is there to intercess for us. But you know what? When I look in the Old Testament, God always had somebody to intercess for people. Sometimes it was priests, it was Moses, and, and, and you know, and, and Job looked like he was kind of intercessing for his family. So if Job would have went to go see his priest or his, or someone religious, he, they could have brought this adequately before God. But we don't have to worry about that stuff now because of Jesus Christ dying on the cross for us and made us a open way to God, that we can dress God ourselves. And Jesus is our advocate to help us through our Savior, to get the point across too. So I praise God for that. Okay? So I think Job, though, is starting to wake up a little bit and saying, well, wait a minute, you know, it's time for me to defend myself. And I think if Job would have talked to God and defend himself, even without his priest, God does hear us. And maybe Job should have went to the fire pit and, and, and if he thought he was sinning, go there and sacrifice for his sin. But if we notice, Job didn't do that. Job was so distraught, so bogged down with his friends saying that he did something, that he was concentrating on his mind. He's not thinking right. And we got to learn here that we got to learn that we sometimes don't think right when we're looking at our problems. We got to stop looking at our problems and looking at our God who's there to help us through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. On that note, that is the end of chapter 9 of what God gave me to share here today. I know it's been a couple episodes since I had what God's doing new in 2021, but I feel that God's kind of taken a break from that, from that segment for a couple of days. And maybe we'll get back into it next week. I just got to feel. See, I do things the way God puts on my mind to feel. I just don't set a structure and follow it, you know. And if God wants something different, we'll do it. And we're going to be coming with all kinds of different segments here in the future. And it's just haven't got to that point of doing it yet. But on that note, we came to the end of our broadcast. I'd like to say God bless you. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. 
talking to see you tomorrow on the subject of Job chapter 10. And as always, I count an honor and privilege to be here to do this with you. I'd like to say God bless you and see you next time on God's in in that church podcast, which would be episode nine. And we'll start studying Job chapter 10. On that note, I'd like like to say God bless you. Be safe. Be happy in the Lord. And if you got problems, take them before God. Jesus will help you as your advocate. And on that note, I'd like to say God bless you and see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast. Good night. Have a good weekend, everyone. And talk to you tomorrow for the next episode. God bless you.